coronavirus pandemic, labour shortages, energy costs going through the roof, the cost of living crisis, the HFSS regulations. The craft bakery sector has been bombarded with one challenge after another. However, a recent survey among members of the Craft Bakery Association indicates that bakers are also expecting exciting prospects in 2023, especially as they pivot to attract customers changing some buying habits in response to the financial crisis. We chat to Corin Deer, CBA's Director of Operations, to find out more about the highs and lows, challenges and opportunities facing the sector. Karen, thank you very much for joining me today. In broad terms, which is possibly difficult in these challenging times, what is the current state of the craft bakery industry? Well, I mean, um, it is positive, but uh, obviously in the last two to three years, you know, craft bakers have had to face some several unprecedented challenges through COVID um, and the events that followed, you know, the significant rising costs of uh, core ingredients. And again, you know, the energy crisis, uh, Mm -hmm. which they're still battling with and, um, you know, increasing wheat and transport costs. So, you know, they, they are still remaining positive in light of these challenges that, you know, they are currently facing. Can you break down the challenges and give us some more information? Well, energy, the energy um, crisis is is the biggest challenge they're facing at the moment. I mean, we in the beginning when this this first um, when the energy crisis first came to, to light, some of our members were reporting that their energy bills were going up from £150,000 per annum up to £450,000 per annum. And that is a huge challenge. Um, you know, they don't want to put their prices up. That's right. not what they're about. But in order to continue to to trade and to survive, that's what they would have to do. I mean, we did welcome the government's uh, support for six months. But now that's obviously uh, there was the government announcement a couple of weeks ago and they have changed how they're going to support businesses. And we're still quite unclear at the moment how this does affect um, our craft bakery members because government haven't made that clear to us. Okay. We reported about the CBA joining other associations to jointly send a letter to Jeremy Hunt um, to review his scheme. Uh, Have you heard from him? We haven't heard from him um, as yet. So apparently it is in the uh, it's, it's on his desk and it's uh, it would take the normal channels and, and timeline to get a response. But we join forces with our colleagues at Scottish Bakers and Federation of Bakers. And uh, hopefully, you know, with all of us with a voice that we may well get some well, a, resp- a response at least to the letter. But, you know, how and when and how long that will take you, uh, we're unsure at the moment. What are you actually hoping for? Well, we're hoping for the same type of support that they had offered up until this last announcement, because you know that has that's hugely helped our small businesses and even and even larger businesses. But the issue uh, that we have with it is, again, it's complicated. Nobody seems to know how this will work. And also, which is another area which is of a huge concern, is uh, businesses that signed contracts at higher energy prices that have now come down slightly 
then they could potentially be signed into contracts for two, three years at really high um, energy costs and no way of getting out of them. So part of our um, letter to uh, Jeremy Hunt was to say, if there are businesses that find themselves in this situation, are you going to, to help them? Are you going to speak to the energy companies that have signed these businesses into these long term contracts? And are you, you know, will you be able to put some support in to try and get them out of these contracts? So it's not only the difficulty with the new scheme that they've put in, which as I say, we still don't quite know how that's going to work, but it's right. also businesses that are still in these really high um, high cost contracts. The association's recent survey revealed a ray of hope among your members for 2023. Uh, can you explain? Yeah, I mean, I've, you know, it's it's uh, it, it, as I say, it's not easy, but um, you know, they are they are continuing to um, you know produce their amazing goods. Um, they do expect to see a decline in customers, but actually. What they have seen is it's it's the less indulgent items that people are buying, but they're still buying their core products. You know, your your bread, your sandwiches, all all the all the products that keep our members going. Um, mm-hmm. And also, what we are hoping is that much like with COVID, that people will still you know continue to support their high street and shop locally because you know it's not just businesses that are are facing these challenges. It is you know general public. All of us are facing these challenges. So. With your, you know, your high street baker, you, you, know, you, you haven't got far to travel to them. So there is positivity there that they will still continue to be the cornerstone of, of the high street. What are the top trends forecasted for the coming year? Well, the top trends are, that, as I say, um, well, 55% of our bakers believe uh, demand for low cost loaves will increase, uh, you know, as I've just covered earlier. And mm-hmm. people will be less inclined to treat themselves with more indulgent products. Um, but again, you know, the core of what our bakers do is um, good value for money loaves and all the necessary, um, you know, bakery goods that you need. They're also expecting, well, 40, 41% of our members said they're expecting the lunch on the go to also grow in popularity. This is on the back of, uh, you know, going back into offices, town centres becoming um, more popularised, you know, people not working from home, because that also had a big impact on our on um, high street businesses. And also changes uh, to buying habits, which are, you know, potentially driven by the rise in the cost of living, which has seen um, footfall increase because customers, as I say, they will shop locally, hopefully, and supporting their small local businesses as well. Are we over the hump of COVID as yet? I, I, talking to our members, yes. Um, I think we are f- for the issues that that um, that created for our members. But again, um, as an essential um, industry, our members continue to trade all the way through COVID. And but also what that. Um, gave them was the opportunity to look at how they traded their product ranges. So, you know, a, a lot of our members tell us that, you know, they, they felt that they were putting ranges on, but maybe not selling them. So they gave them the opportunity to see what was actually selling. And, you know, in that way, that's made them, it, it's made them more a profitable business as well. How will the cost of living crisis impact the desire for indulgence? And what advice are you giving your members? 
Yeah, I mean, our, our members um, have told us that, that there will be an impact on that. There will be uh, less demand for um, indulgent items, including personalised products, cakes and that type of uh, that type of product that, you know, generally you would you would go to for special occasions to uh, to, you know, to a small bakery business. But also, again, as I say, although they may drop off for the interim until, you know, we all know where we are with this um, cost of living uh, crisis. But your day to day uh, products, you know, your loaves of bread, your, your rolls, your sandwiches, your, you know, your go to lunches, they will, we've been told, will be con- they continue to um, thrive and and just be the backbone of, of uh, our members' businesses. Let's talk about the UK's HFSS regulations. Where is the industry with regards to these? Well, it's thankfully um, the well, I would say 99%, well even 100% of our members. This hasn't really impacted them as such, just by the nature of of what they do. So, um, in terms of challenges, um, you know, of what they needed to do within their business. So that hasn't really impacted them. And we haven't actually had too much of a a negative um, feedback on that. There doesn't seem to be too much concern at the moment. But also, Mm -hmm. again, the government is in the process of uh, they're watering that down and um, taking a bit of a U-turn from where they started that out. So, how that will, um, you know, what the end result of that will be. I think we're still waiting to see what their decision will be on that. Is the sector still struggling with labour shortages? Yes. I mean, that is, that's an ongoing issue that um, members, uh, the industry has had for years. And there's no, you know, it's a, it's a really difficult one. We've just, funny, we've just had one of our members ring in. Um, you know, where do, where do they go? Where are these, mm. where are these, um, you know, employees coming from? And, you know, we're talking about the hangover from COVID. I think that probably is the biggest hangover from COVID is people think, you know, not needing or wishing to go back into to working so we've probably lost quite um quite a lot of the workforce in this country and it's where are we going to replace them and particularly in our industry you know it's a very passionate industry and it's Mm. quite a hard industry so you know um they all work incredibly hard and trying you know trying to get people into the industry is just is just incredibly difficult and you know once you're in it is an amazing industry it's just getting past that point is the association doing anything to attract new talent to the industry? Well, we do work with um, colleges and um, the ABST, which is the um, Association for Students. So we're very, this is one of our uh, main priorities this year, is to work with colleges and apprentices to to try and to get them to come into to the industry. You know, we have over 500 members who are all looking for employees and we can facilitate that for them so we're making a concerted effort this year to work with all the colleges that we can and mm-hmm. to be able to get you know these students once they finish it all their qualifications you know a placement and you know work to go to because that's really what what it's all about if we you know all of our industry if we don't have these people we don't have you know students apprentices whatever age coming through then 
you know, we won't have an industry. So it's a hugely important area for us. I mean, as an association where we are actually attending an event at Cardiff College in two weeks time. So that mm-hmm. will be about promoting our association, but also how we can work with, um, you know, anyone who wants to get into the industry um, to facilitate, you know, hopefully getting them a job at the end of it. So, yeah, it is one of our most important goals this year. The CBA conducts numerous surveys annually. Is this an important part of your mission? Oh, it is. It, it is a huge. It's it's the best way for us to to know what our members think, what they want, um, and then that enables us to actually um, work with them and you know to see where we can go to better support them. And I have to say, our members are are brilliant at answering surveys I think in the beginning it was they were a bit it was a bit slow to start with but we get some amazing responses and that enables us to to move our association forward and be in a better position to support them as well with all of their challenges that they face so yeah they're a huge part of of what we do and uh, we're always really grateful for our members they give us you know we get great feedback constructive and Mm -hmm. um you know and sometimes, you know, where they think we need to be. But that that's exactly this is their association. You know, we're here. We're here to support. And, and they're the people at the, the sharp end of it that, you know, they they do this day to day. So um, we, we totally value their their responses and, and, you know, what how they see that our association should um, go forward. Please, can you tell me a little bit more about the CBA and why a baker should consider joining the association? Well, we have been um, we have been around since 1887, and our goals and our aims and um, our reason for being are, are exactly. Um, the same as when we started out so as a a baker um, what we provide for you is support across the board on anything so our most popular um, services that we offer are employment law because most of our members are small small bakers they won't Mm -hmm. have they won't have a dedicated HR or personnel person so we provide that um, service for them we also have our own health and safety team so they will be able to support across all areas flower dust labeling um, you know anything that may crop up in their day-to-day business we also offer networking we also offer the opportunity for members you know to get together just to chat to each other and we kind of like I think said it as as an insurance service you never know when you need us but when you do need us we're here and we cover you know we cover everything we our our aim is to ensure that our, our members can get on and do the job that they are best at which is baking and leave the the difficult stuff to us and help to support them we do also have a a bespoke um product that we are designed specifically for members which is our primary authority guidance and that covers trading standards health and safety and food safety so essentially and that's backed by the government and uh, under Horsham District Council so this is a huge part of our membership for members so as long as they are they are using the guidance that we supply and they get an inspection then you know if they get an inspection we take it on for them and support them there because that can sometimes be very worrying for small businesses especially if you've got a you know a, a an inspection and you're not quite sure so yeah we take a lot of the worry out of that for our members and that is that's one of our big 
if you would like, you know, selling points, our members really value that service we offer. This is a really resilient industry. Um, you know, all of our members and, you know, and, and small businesses, they work very hard. And, you know, we just we just need some more government recognition that mm-hmm. you know it, it, it's it's tough out there for small businesses it's tough out there for retail businesses and you know it's great to help uh bigger businesses but you know let's not forget these these small businesses that are the heart of our community and also you know they employ they employ local people so not only that not only are they you know providing a service to to the public they're local employers and you know some support some real real support and recognizing what these small businesses bring to um our you know, bring to our um country and what we do i just think needs some some further recognition very passionate about that